to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hey guys, welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. My name is Sam. This is episode 76. And Chris is sitting across from me. How's it going? Yes, Sam Sam, the pumpkin man. That's what I'm known as at schools. <laughs> That's how he got introduced. Was it last night? Last night at the yeah. Tokofi School Harvest Festival. They love me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, kids, welcome. Sam Sam, the pumpkin man. Sorry, I'd probably say that another five times during this podcast. Yeah, someone seems to like that uh, <laughs> that greeting. <laughs> Yeah, the more astute of you uh, may have noticed that our uh, podcasting schedule, our publishing schedule, got a little awry this last week. We didn't get our uh, podcast out on Sunday. I sort of warned everybody it wouldn't be Sunday. But we, it got it <laughs> we got it last out yesterday. We got it out last night. Yesterday, which was uh, Friday. So uh, all you diehard fans out there, you're in for a treat. You will uh, probably get two. You'll, well, this one will come out Sunday, and yeah. you can just keep up with us. Yes, yes. So... The uh, the the main reason for that was uh, as as I alluded to in the post and Twitter was Sam's blood pressure. Um, Pump- pumpkins, yeah. <laughs> he, Sam gets uh, quite quite um, uh, wound up, stressed, uh, stressed about the uh, giant, uh, the great pumpkin carnival, uh, which was a huge success, really. I think. Yeah, it went, it went really well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had a fifteen-minute downpour. And I mean downpour uh, in the middle of the day, um, and everybody was huddled under the um, eleven uh, marquees and gazebos that we'd put up. Um, but wasn't too bad. Yeah, but then the crowds just grew from there on, uh, and it was a sunny afternoon, and the pumpkin rolling was awesome as usual. As usual, uh, how in how in minutes? How much of a break did you get? During the day. <laughs> so we met down there at 7, was it, in the morning? Yeah. And we got home at 8 p.m. Um, breaks. I got a coffee. Oh, you um, got a coffee. Yeah, That's I got good. a free coffee. Uh, that was it. I didn't eat. Uh, yeah, it's pretty full on. all day. <laughs> yeah. So that was good. We had a pretty awesome volunteer by the name of Justin. Justin, yeah, yeah. No, he was awesome. Uh, Justin, if you're listening to this, Justin, hello. Yeah, yeah. I, we told him about the podcast. You right? were talking to him about everything in your life, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was hoping for an Indian girl. Um, so if, 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 yeah, if that was the... No, no, that's fine, but that's not a problem. But if we did have a girl, I pretty much guarantee she would have been in a tent that you would have had no time to see... And yeah. she wouldn't have been lifting pumpkins with us. Yes, yeah, so so Sam uh, organises this, and he's organised it, uh, well, his organisation of the day is not ideal in my opinion. He needs a team behind him that does most of the work so he can do the overseeing and getting around and doing stuff and talking to people because that's what he's good at. Uh, but no, instead he's uh, getting stressed and working really, really hard. Yeah, I've, I've come Didn't to... Didn't even get to see your folks, did you? No, they just came over to the pumpkin wing, but yeah, just and, talked and your to me. daughter. Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, busy, yeah. busy. But I, I have come to the realization that um, for because because I've been doing it for so long, I've sort of been stuck in the mentality that it's always the same. 
Um, and because originally you'd 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 stand around for twenty minutes waiting for a pumpkin to turn up. Yeah. Uh, but nowadays it's we've got vehicles rode up out the gate and all over the place. Yeah, we have to work something out about how vehicles come up, drop drop the pumpkins off. I mean, we're talking, uh, you know, one hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty kg pumpkins that we're getting out. Um, most of the at the lower end by hand. Um, yeah. The crane was used more. The hoist was, was used more this year than. Yeah, that was the most that's ever been used. So um, it was about ten or eleven of them that we lifted. Yeah, yeah with the crane. So that was good. So yeah, no. So the pumpkins are getting bigger each year. They are. So next year, uh, we're sorting out more stuff, more people, a better frame of mind now. After I lost the plot a little bit. So you're going to do it next year because he was he was threatening <coughs> everybody that he wasn't going to do it again. That's it. I'm out. Not doing this again. Yeah, well, it's that old. It's like that old saying where you. What's the saying when you? Um, is it the definition of? Is insanity. It stu- no stupidity. When you do the same thing again and again and expect different results. That's insanity. Definitely insanity. Insanity. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, definitely um, got to bring on way more people. Um, if I'm out of the picture, then I'd. <laughs> I dread to think what would happen, really. Yeah, yeah, but if you're an overseeing position... That's, that's definitely, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I need to be. I need to be doing that on the day and just overseeing everything. And, I've got some cool ideas for who I think I can rope in to lift the pumpkins. Yep. I think that's a win-win. I won't tell you about that on okay. here. Um, and we've got some ideas on traffic management. Oh, cool. So that's yep. cool, and we've got a first AGM in August. Yeah, so if... If you are out there and you're a little bit passionate about pumpkins or you're just curious about them. Uh, no, actually events, I think. Event management. Yeah, event management. Anybody into yeah. event management, give us a call. Um, get hold of us on, on Twitter or Facebook. And um, yeah, it, it, it is a great event. And it's a real family thing. And we had I had a couple of people, I know Sam got, had more people, come up to us afterwards um, and say, you know, really want to thank you for, for running this event. The kids have had a ball today. We've just had such a good day. It's cost us nothing. Yeah, I think um, it's that feedback at the end that cemented the placement of me for following year. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, even just people helping us out with random bits and pieces, like the scale people. They yeah. pulled out a photo that I printed on crappy A4 paper with my inkjet printer two years ago that they're still held on to. Yeah, and yeah, this yeah. year I gave them a proper printed photo, so... And they were stoked with it. Oh, and we should mention, if you haven't heard the news, um, the Big Pumpkin was the biggest in the Southern Hemisphere again. We got the record again. Um, you can well, give the Tim, details. Tim got the record. Yeah, well, we... And we waited at the <laughs> Great Pumpkin Carnival. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, Tim yep. got the record. Uh, so that's interesting. Uh, there's seven hundred and eighty-nine point five kilos. So he's got a little. He's got about three hundred kilos to go to beat the world record. Uh, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be him. And then uh, there's a little. He he is taking that pumpkin to field days. They've sort of oh, they've it. they've decided. Well, they've sort of. Are they going to like resin it or something? You can't do that. No, they. We've been talking to Aaron, who's taken his before, and they just keep wiping it down with a bleach. Uh, solution and keeping it in a cool dark place like a normal pumpkin um but not sure how the seeds will be although aaron reckons his seeds are okay months after the fact but we'll we'll see yeah and then on top of that we've got seven sharp who want to do something with it and explode it no no they did an update uh on thursday night yeah and uh apparently turning it into a cinderella carriage is winning and Mike Hosking thinks it's just because everyone hates him and they'll just pick anything that <laughs> anything against him. <laughs> 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 
That might be true. It might be true. <laughs> Shout out to Adam Harvey. Saw you there. Uh, oh, yeah. That was great. Yeah. Uh, who did, well, you yelled my name. I turned around and saw yeah. you for like 30 seconds, but that was great. Yeah, yeah. So I hope that, you had a great time. Yeah. And, then, and it was it, that was sort of annoying because we didn't get a chance to talk. Um, I just saw him really briefly and I sort of waved, but I was busy lifting a pumpkin. Um, you know. Yeah, yeah. Normal. normal yeah, yeah. So anyway, that was a great a great event, and if you haven't been to the Great Pumpkin Carnival, you must go next year. Check out the website, thegreatpumpkincarnival.co.nz. Yeah, and um, there'll be all sorts of opportunities for sponsorship and all that sort of thing, too, if you're in a business. Did you know we got into the Air New Zealand flight magazine? Yeah, yeah, you told me that. Yeah, We've got cool. a page, eh? Half a, uh, half a page. Half a page. Sweet. Yeah, so uh, I look forward to whoever's sitting next to me in uh, 11 days' time when I fly to Christchurch. Oh yeah, and I'm off to Queenstown. Uh, you are you, this week. You from the podcast that came out yesterday. Uh, you managed to buy airplane tickets. You worked that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I've just realised that I don't know how we're going to re- or when we're going to record next weekend's podcast because I'm taking off on Wednesday, and I'm coming back on Monday. Yeah, we'll we'll sort something out. Yeah. <laughs> well, we could probably phone in. Yeah, could do, could do. Um, so that's we can get a live blow by blow blow by blow update of Chris's Queenstown adventure. Actually, I'm real gutted I'm not filming it because that's going to be a life of Chris moment. I'm actually. <laughs> I, have so, we even mentioned this life of Chris? Thing? Chris is so interesting <laughs> and strange um, that I'm filming him doing things. Strange. I don't think it's strange. It is. So the life of Chris um, video should come out this week. Actually, I've just been editing it. What? Yeah, I've got the intro done. I thought you were just storing all that stuff like the laughs just forever. No, no, You're everything's coming. No, it's it. it's prioritizing <laughs> what I need to be doing. Showed it to our flatmate, Tash, and she said, this needs to be on the internet like now. <laughs> so that's how good it is, folks. <laughs> to give you a teaser, it involves Chris with uh, wheat bakes and Vegemite. Use your imagination. <laughs> Don't use too much imagination, please. <laughs> I was just eating them. <laughs> I know, it's the way you explain things, though. <laughs> it's That's the beauty of it. Oh, uh, damn. All right, so moving on to more productive, interesting stuff. Yep, any second now, the landlord's <laughs> going to rock up, too. Oh, waiting for man. him to, like, appear. The guy's in... Oh, yeah, frustrating. He's special. Yes, he is. He's very special. Uh, um. Okay, so... Tell us about the because you read the story and I just saw the news thing and we both sort of wanted to talk about it. The Sweeney Todd school production. Um, this happened in Auckland, did you say? Yeah, Saint oh, begins with K. Yes, because I I just assumed it was the South Island, but I think that's because I must think that South Island people are not as smart as North Island people. I don't know. That's Some a bit reason. rough. I know. <laughs> I know. No, I d- I don't know why I thought it was in the South Island, but yeah. Anyway. So maybe the story before St. Kennegan's, I think it's called. Yeah. So anyway, some uh, kids were doing the Sweeney Todd uh, musical production. Yes. And they had a prop, which was a knife that they're going to slash the each other's throats with. And to render the knife safe, they put duct tape over the blade. Yeah. And so they went to the, yeah, so two kids got injured. Uh, the parents watching the show didn't realise some of the fake blood was mixed with real blood on stage. They carried on with the production, so no one knew until afterwards. Oh, really? I didn't but the know kids that. got taken out straight away and gone to hospital. Oh, so wow. they managed to because they're dead in the play, so you can just take them out, I suppose. Yeah, that worked out so all right. So he was in serious medical condition. He basically like, got his throat cut a bit. 
Yeah, one of them did. Uh, and then they, which was cool. I'm getting put off because I know they're out there measuring. Yeah, we'll just ignore them. They're we'll measuring the, the balcony. But he'll lock up when he leaves. Um, so they lost my train of thought. Yeah, so apparently the prop people came out. Uh, so they've done quite a good PR job, I think, of just saying, hey, it wasn't our fault. So they said that they came in like a couple of months before the production. Yeah. They showed him an actual cutthroat razor and said, we don't have the dummy ones, but you can buy them online. And they said, oh, okay. And then he said, look, it's a school production. Most people will just get a bit of wood or get it made like with nothing on it. And from the distance, you wouldn't know. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, And they're like, no, no, we want to go for realism. And then he says, well, if you were using this in a real thing, they completely grind the blade down. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it's like nothing. Flat. Yep. Even then, that's still a bit it's a little iffy. Bit, but, yeah. Um, potentially. Because we, um, I'm just saying, we, we used, did you see the butterfly knife that we used for La- Lazy Sunday? No. Um, so it is a butterfly knife that you, you know, flick, flick, yeah. flick in and out. Um, but it is a total prop. And, like, the blade... <laughs> Was that thick? <laughs> like it's, yeah. um, which would be like five mil, I think. Pretty thick. You know, it's it's not at all. Doesn't look sharp at all. But on the film, it looks fine. Like yeah, it yeah. looks legit as. Um, so so yeah, yeah, they decided to just wrap it in duct tape and cardboard or something, and apparently that was working fine. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Somebody put some pressure. That's on pretty it. dangerous. Imagine it could have been so much worse. Man, yeah, because I was wondering who the hell allowed them to use. Like a live blade. Oh, some crazy art. I, I've uh, actually um, totally off the subject now. I um, I just got a job uh, offer for filming where they asked uh, so experience with um, prop weapons is preferable. Yeah, and you so, went yes, yes. So um, that should be. Does it say what it is? Just like nah, a guard I think or something. It's some sort of mob scene. So it might have been a bit of bit of a fight thing oh, going on. Yeah. So uh, they've cancelled the Sweeney Todd production, the uh, shows. Yeah, yeah, the school production. Yep, which is good because they've had you know you could be in the smartest school in the world and still have the dumbest people there. Yeah, that's what I'm getting from that story. <laughs> common sense isn't that common. Yes, yes. I'm gonna. Add, I still haven't added common sense to my CV. Uh, I really should. I really should do that. Um, but yes, then, you should. But then they'll probably watch the Vegemite video and go, nah, he hasn't got common sense because I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> what about the um, the video for the, the trailer for Rogue One? Did you Have you seen that? Oh, no, I haven't seen that yet. Um, I'm pretty impressed. I'm pretty, like, it, it excites me. It excites me way more than um, that last one, The Force Awakens. Sort of oh, really? Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. And, uh, again, the um, the lead character is a chick. Um, oh, cool! This time, I, I think she is it. Like it's the one person, and um, which is good. I think that's great. Um, so that'll be cool. That's coming out des- December. December? Yeah. yeah, which yeah. is pretty quick, eh? Like, like the yeah. Force Awakens seem to have taken forever, and this is like yeah. I don't well, know, they're just going to bang it out every year. There'll be some new Star yeah, Wars thing. Yeah. I think. So uh, and it's got um oh god, I start that sentence and then I is can't it a token it. Kiwi? No, it's that guy with the droopy eye. Black guy with droopy eye. Samuel Jackson. No, droopy eye. <laughs> <laughs> droopy eye black Whit, fella doesn't Whit, mean much. Whit, Whitman, Whitfield, no, no. I don't know. I'm going to have to look at it now. <laughs> you know. You know. He's been in like a gazillion movies and I'm like, oh, God, I can't remember his name. I really Whitaker. 
Forest Whitaker. Forest Whitaker. Oh, Drippy Eye. Forest Droopy Eye Whitaker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's in it. And I, lo- I love him. He's I'll awesome. see if that's in the uh, IMDB thing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trivia. He has a droopy eye. Well, doesn't he? I can't think of it in my head, but I'm going to have to look at him now. He always... Ah, oh, I don't know. Okay. Um, I thought it was pretty obvious. Uh, <laughs> now... <laughs> Ah, uh, I'm not on the ball today, am I? And you're, so supposed, to be going to, and you're supposed to be going to work in a minute. I'm I'm already late for work now, which is all right. So we've still got 15 minutes to go on the recording. So that's all good. Um, but that's all right. I'll live with being late for work. Um, I was late for everything else this morning. So um, it's just been a cluster bleep this morning. So anyway, uh, what else have we got here? We got um, three. Oh, three run Gaza. Three run Gaza. So these guys were on um, on the news last night, and it was funny because I'd just been talking to. So I've been doing uh, my. Ooh, ooh! Am I just letting the cat out of the bag about the speaker? You are. All our Chinese listeners are now going to tell everyone in the world who's coming to TEDx Ruakura. Well, we're not. It's actually embargoed information, so you can bleep out the name. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um. So. One of our speakers uh, has a lot to do with extreme uh, sports, and um, she has been over in Gaza and met these guys, and she was telling me about these guys in Gaza. They, they can't leave Gaza. They're, they're, you know, the yeah, borders yeah. are closed to them. They can't go to Israel. They can't go anywhere else. Okay. Um, and they don't want to fight, but Hamas is the organization that looks after all these people. So they started doing parkour. And they're doing parkour in all these ruins because all the buildings are bombed out. It's like yeah, yeah. paradise for parkour. So they're doing parkour and they're really, um, that's how they express themselves and it's how they get rid of their energy in that. And um, they've been doing it for a while and, you know, the teenagers growing up type thing. And now Hamas has said, oh, no, you've got to stop playing around and you've got to, you know, take some weapons to start killing Israelis. And they're like, no. Nah. <laughs> we're quite happy just doing this. Yeah. And, um, you know, they, they even got to the point where they, they uh, incarcerated a couple of them and, and um, beat them up a little bit, I think. Um, but they're like, no, no, we're not joining for the, the military. We just want to do what we want to do. And so they do this parkour. And it was interesting because she was telling me about that on um, what night? Wednesday, Tuesday night this week. Yeah, and then uh, last night it was on the news. They had uh, the ABC reporter um, showing these guys running through the runes and doing flips and jumping. Oh, that's across. pretty cool. It was really cool. So yeah, and they call themselves Three Run Gaza because they've been in three wars so far. Um, ah, I see. Yeah, because uh, it was like Free Run Gaza, but no Three Run Gaza anyway. So uh, and and they put their ch- things on video um, and they're on YouTube and stuff. So you can probably check them out there. Yeah. Um, and that was interesting, too, because she said Hamas, to punish them for not joining the military, uh, confiscated their cameras, um, which yeah, is yeah. a big part of what they do. Um, so I think they, they got more cameras in the end. But, um, yeah, so uh, I thought that was interesting, my little connection with a international news story, however, however tenuous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, such a connection. You're pretty much there. Yeah, yeah. Doing I'm it. Just there. I'm just in the know. And uh, now you've got some environmental news, I think. Well, yeah, this was on the news as well last night. I, this is why I watch the news every now and again. <laughs> um, so, Avatana is a New Zealand company, and what they've done is they've created a process 
to get slag um, that comes from the mining process. Mining process. And it reprocesses uh, that slag, and they get a number of things out of it, including uh, gypsum for uh, what we call here jib board, or everywhere else in the world they call it plasterboard. Yep. It was really funny because when I was in Gibraltar, I was like, you know this stuff's called Gibraltar board in New Zealand? And they're like, what? <laughs> it's plasterboard. It's plasterboard everywhere. Yeah, Except yeah. in New Zealand, it's jibboard. Anyway, um, so they use the gypsum from that. They use it for the white and paint tint. They use it for something in fertilizer, and they use the um, byproduct of this process uh, is like a charcoal for water filters. Ah, sounds and pretty good. Yeah, and so there, uh, and it showed uh, images of these ridiculously large slag heaps around the world. Like I think the one they were showing was in Australia. It's so big the slag heap that it creates its own weather pattern. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like a mountain. That would. And he goes. So we've got all this stuff which is basically a waste. As, which we can now use as a resource, and they're going global with it. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was That's pretty out, good. Of, out of the box. It was pretty good. And it was interesting, too, because they started to talk about the um, private equity funding uh, consortium that, that, that is funding these types of businesses. Yeah. And the way they do that is that they, um, or, or what they do, rather, is they only take businesses on board that have a... Uh, um, international uh, goal like they, they're going to go international they can't be just oh I'm going to start up a company and do this that and the other it's like no you, from day one you've got to have a global plan yeah. and, and we'll and we'll help fund that and make that happen and these are this is one of those companies so yeah interesting stuff very good yeah so um, that's all the stuff I had to talk about really yeah, I don't have too much. I'm about to do a radio interview on Radio Live Home and Garden Show, uh, basically because Tim didn't want to do it. <laughs> so they re- so Tim's the giant pumpkin grower. They got the the record. Yeah, Tim's quite a quiet person, and the the one part he doesn't like about the whole thing is the media. Um, he could have been on Seven Days last night. He turned that down. Oh, he turned it down. Yeah, yeah. His wife would be gutted. Yeah, it she is. She wanted free tickets. <laughs> she will be, but um. It's just how he is, and you know that's fine. You've got to respect him for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm doing an interview, although I do get introduced real randomly by people, like Jenny, the co-organizer uh, of the thing. She told the radio guy that all she told him was that, "Oh, Sam's go, Sam's doing something at Little River, which what, is a pumpkin. What does that mean? Which is a pumpkin event in Christchurch, what I'm going to in three two weeks' time." Right. Uh, so this guy thought I had something to do with organising that. He didn't know I had a website. He didn't know I did all this other stuff. Oh, so as soon as I, wow. As soon as I explained that to him, he was a bit more happy to talk to me. Um, right. He also thought Tim didn't want to talk to him because Tim didn't want to share his secrets with this guy. Um, um, yeah, there aren't really that many secrets, No, that's the there? thing. Everyone's <laughs> like, oh, what's the secret? What's the secret? And It's, it's like feed it water, and put lo- fertiliser in, yeah, and do lo- it at the right time. And lots of hard work. Yeah, yeah. So... Okay, so um, yeah. Uh, what else was? Oh, you just reminded me of something. Now I forgot. Don't know. <sighs> We're also allowed to now enter the Northern Hemisphere's uh, 150 square foot pumpkin competition. Yeah, yeah. So that's 14 square meters for us. Outside's 12 square meters. I worked it out. Oh, okay. So I'll be trying to grow a pumpkin through winter. So the leaves are not to go over that. The leaves can just go over it, but the vine can't. Ah, right. Okay. So I'm pretty much contained within the so patio. So you can spiral the, the vine around? Yeah, if you wanted to. 
Right. But the trick is trying to get the pumpkin to grow and pollinate. And they do it to level the playing field to the same size, but they're growing in their normal growing season. Yeah, and we're um, growing in our winter. Yeah, so they waived the $2 joining fee for us down here. Uh, <laughs> Tim's involved. A guy in Australia is doing it. He's already grown, started, and I'm doing it definite, and hopefully a few more others. Oh, cool. So we're going to have uh, updates on the podcast on the... <laughs> uh, Frustration of trying to grow something through winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of that, do you want to, I, I want to talk about the idea of doing another promotional thing. So Sam did a promotional... Um, well, it's Tim really, but Sam, Sam made it a promotional thing. Tim just wanted to do it, which was uh, paddling the pumpkin boats yes. uh, a couple of years ago, and which made it all the news. I mean... You know you've got it made when uh, you are a uh, cartoon in the Herald. Uh, I think that's awesome. So that was really cool. But um, we're looking at. I I I want to see. I want to see one Chris. of these big pumpkin smashes from a big crane. Yeah. Um. So, uh, there's a few problems with that. First, we need a place to do it with asphalt. Probably want to uh, put down some metal under the underneath the splash zone so we don't damage the asphalt uh, if you drop a pumpkin three quarters of a ton from a crane at a height um, it could dent the ground it could dent the ground but if we put a slab of metal there that w- that should help and yeah so we need a car park a business with a car park I think uh, as long as there's a spare pumpkin next year it's pretty doable because yeah. I think people will come on board yeah and so if you want to be part of that Maybe sponsor it, your business to sponsor it. We help us out with either the cost of the crane or if you're a crane company uh, and you want to be known for something exciting and make it into all the news uh, like we did last year or the other year. Um, Yeah, I I think that's a a winning idea. And I think we can draw a crowd. Yes. Come and watch this pumpkin explode. I was talking to Tim because part of the prize was $500 worth of fertilizer from um, AgriFert. Yeah. And I said, you know, are you, have they spoken to you about that? And he said, yeah, yeah, that's okay. Um, are you going to get the product? He says, well, they'll probably just take it off my bill. I've just ordered $10,000 worth of stuff from them. Oh. That's how, much, that's how much business he puts through them. And that's for everything, or is that just pumpkin related? No, that's for the farm. That's for the farm. Yeah, so, so okay. they do quite a bit of um, product that helps with pasture growth yeah, yeah. and uh, organic sort of stuff. Right. Because that's, that's an expensive hobby, <laughs> if that was just for pumpkin stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think the pumpkin <laughs> stuff gets added on top of that. All right. So I think that's pretty much us for this time. Yep, uh, we'd better wrap it up and see what some people are doing. Well, I think they've gone now, haven't they? Oh, I doubt it. They had to measure the balcony because our balcony is rotting. Um, I mentioned it to the landlord a while ago. He didn't seem to care. And then I mentioned it to the rental agency, and they sent around a builder to do a quote, and now he really cares. <laughs> what a surprise! Because he would have got the quote, and so I, I, I. But if he's got his his um, tame little pet builder there, I reckon we're going to have tantalised timber with no nothing else. It's just going to be wood. Like well, it won't be tantalised. That's too expensive. You can just get untreated. And, and, and paint more it, wood and paint it with he's some random gonna, paint. You've he's got not going to paint it. Oh, we'll see. It's, anyway, it's you can be terrible. You can check out all our episodes at thechrisandsampodcast dot com. Yes, you can look at us or catch up with us on Twitter at Chris and Sam Pod, um, and the Chris and Sam Podcast on Facebook. Come say hi. Yeah, absolutely. And all the details are that we mentioned on this will be on the website. If you are on iTunes, 
go in and rate and review us. That would be awesome. Yes, especially you Chinese folk. Ah, okay. And everyone else. <laughs> and everyone else. All right, till next time. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.